Hello, welcome back to the Gentleman's Suite Podcast. Um, today, we're going to be going over the Seattle Kraken's expansion draft. That happened a little, a little while ago, but I don't think I've talked about it too much. About the roster, and with the NHL season starting up in early October, I feel like it would be a good opportunity to make this episode over the Seattle Kraken. I'll be con- including the draft and the moves up to this point. I'll start talking about my favorite selections, starting with the forwards. Uh, first selection that I liked um, was Yanni Gord. He wasn't my favorite pick that they could have gotten from the Lightning. Or rather than get Blot, uh, who's an upper 40-point-a-year scorer, but they got Gord, who hangs around the 30-point-a-year neighborhood, scoring around 20 goals. Um, Gord is a solid pick that I think will help out the Kraken. Then another pick that I liked was Marcus Johansson, who's also a good player, who scored 14 points last year. The last time he played over 50 games, he scored 30 points. So I think it was a good addition to the Kraken. Um, Alexander Wenberg is a constant, a consistent 20-point, 30-point scorer. So a good player who is pretty reliable for Kraken. Then they got Jaden Schwartz, who in his last non-COVID-shortened season got 57 points. So he's a quality forward who will help out this team any way he can. Um, I, really, I think their forwards are pretty decent. Um, those were some of the big names that jumped out to me. And they they don't have the greatest of um, cores. I know the, the the Vegas Golden Knights had a really good defensive core, a decent offensive core coming out of the draft. But it's hard to expect these um, draft, uh, these expansion draft teams to be good in their first year. But that's what we expect out of them. Um, then now we're moving on to the defenseman. We got Mark Giordano, who... I think I should. I think they'll put him at this the captain position, which I think is a good thing to do. He's a really um, experienced guy who is a great defensive. He'll probably become the captain. Uh, he won the Norris Trophy in the 2018-19 season, which is the award given to the defenseman who displays the best all-around ability at the position. The only thing about him is he is 37 years old, pushing 38. But age hasn't seemed to be the problem for him up to now, so I think he'll be all right for maybe the next couple seasons. Then the next uh, defenseman that jumped out to me was Jamie Alexiak. The reason mainly that his eye, his uh, selection caught my eye was um, because I'm a fan of the Dallas Stars, and uh, I was sad to see him go because he was a nice defensive presence on um, the Stars. He was a defenseman that got 15 points throughout the season. And he led the Stars in hits and um, was second among the Stars in block shots. Then they selected an- another selection for de- their defenseman was uh, Jeremy Lazon, who um, was a nice defensive presence for the Bruins too. He was fourth in hits and second for block shots. So I think um, I like their offense a lot more than I like their defense. But I think it's a good... Um, I think it's a good... Defense, offense, I think it's alright. It's not terrible, but it could be better. Honestly, I prefer that, um, I thought that for sure the Kraken were going to take a chance on Vladimir Tarasenko coming into this draft, but they took up Schwartz, which I think might be a little bit better of a, um, the Kraken were able to get Schwartz and extend and sign into a new contract. Five years, twenty-seven point five million, a lot team-friendly of a contract than 
Vladimir Tarasenko's was. And Tarasenko's was only two years. Maybe they might have been able to re-up him for another couple of years, but they would have had to pay him a lot. So now that we're done with their forwards and defensemen, we go on the last line of defense, which I think is the best part of the squad. Originally not drafted by the Kraken, but signed by the Kraken. One of the best moves this offseason was the Kraken signing Philip Grubauer, who ever since his first season, his goals against average has been under three. And this past season, it was under two. And he had the most shutouts in the NHL last year with seven, and um, was second in the NHL with wins at 30. Just one behind the last line of defense for the back-to-back Stanley Cup winning Lightning. Vasilevsky edged out Grubauer by one win at the end of the season, having 31 wins to Grubauer's 30. But Grubauer is a strong starting goaltender to put in the pipes for your new team. I think he's a top three goaltender in the NHL. And um, to have that going out into your first season, I think is a great addition to have for the Kraken. Um, then backing up Grubauer, they got Dreiser, who he only let up 2.07 goals per game last year with a 9.27 saving percentage on a quality amount of games started. And he's a good goalie to back up Grubauer. He was, he'd be a good goalie to start for the Kraken. And he's backing up one of the best goaltenders in the league. Um, here are my grades for the roster. At the forwards position, you got a C plus, defenseman C minus, and goaltenders A. Um, their overall, their overall grade, they've got a floor of a C minus and a ceiling of a B minus. Their final season rankings, my prediction, is their floor being a seventh seed in their Pacific Division, and uh, ceiling being a fifth seed. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. They might squeak by in the second wild card spot, but I don't think that um, they're going to end up making the playoffs this year. But overall, I think it was a good draft. I think they've got a lot of room to build. Um, I'm going to see what their cap space is. The Kraken have a sizable $8 million in free cap space next year with some big names coming up as unrestricted free agents for uh, the 2022 offseason. got... Evgeny Malkin, P.K. Subban, Giroux, Kessel, Latang, um, Andre Fleury, Patrice Bergeron, um, Goudreau, Rajalov. Um, but the one thing is is that the Kraken have to sign a lot of their um, forwards at the end of this year. Chad McCann going to be a restricted free agent, arbitration eligible. Uh, Marcus Johansson, unrestricted free agent. Um, and then some of the defensemen are also going to be unrestricted free agents by the end of this year. Giordano, um, Lausanne, and so they're going to have a little bit of a mess coming out of this season into the next offseason, but I think they can handle it and maybe get one superstar to help their team out, maybe just make some small moves to help out next season. I think they'll start to really compete in a couple of seasons from now, have good draft picks in these first couple of years, maybe be able to trade them, get some leverage with their draft picks. I think they'll end up being a good team in a couple of years. They've got Grubauer locked up for a long time. Um, I think it was six years. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, 2028 that Grubauer is locked up. And so they're going to have a corner piece goaltender for a long time coming. Um, this is the end of the episode. If you liked it, uh, Please listen to a couple more. 
Uh, this one was about the Kraken. I'll try to make another one for this Thursday about the NFL season and what I think is going to happen there. Um, and then I'll keep updating you over the NHL season, the MLB playoffs that are coming up, and the NFL season that is soon to happen.